Hello everyone, welcome welcome, welcome, and thank you for joining us here at the Ethnics Talks Podcast. Last week we finished up our discussion on the model minority, and so this week we will branch into a new topic with multiculturalism. Now multiculturalism is a topic that has a lot of like bounce and also um, uh, relations to modern day. It's more widely well known than, modern, than the model minority myth is. It's, it, a lot of people like to talk about fusion and multiculturalism, but we really want to delve into what that actually means. So presenting today our discussion and leading our discussions today on multiculturalism will be will be Mr. Nicholas Chang and Dirash Bandeau. Of course, next week then we're going to go into some other people and wrap up our closing thoughts on this podcast. But first off, let's give a round of applause to Mr. Chang, who will be our first um, uh, who will be our first speaker. Uh, okay okay well first i i guess we should know what multiculturalism is to asian americans so um i like this how this article it's called um understanding asian american and pacific islander heritage month by where's the author mia mercer yeah so like they say, um, I would define multiculturalism as recognizing, celebrating, and maintaining difference as a response to state-sanctioned separation of races and the viol- violence of racial management. Uh, multiculturalism does three things. One, it is a political politics of recognition, which is saying we see you as a non-white racial other. The second thing it does is celebrate differences, which is saying we celebrate your traditions as a non-white racial other. Third, multiculturalism tolerates this difference, saying, I tolerate you because of these traditions and the way that they add value to making our society more diverse. So uh, recognition, celebrating differences, and tolerating differences is pretty much is what this quote is saying. So I thought that was pretty important. And as an Asian American myself, I... Um, I went to a mostly white high school, actually. So, just uh, it's kind of it's kind of weird getting grouped up with um, like a few other Asian kids, even though we're like from different places. And uh, I think this is really important to me and um, other Asians, of course. And yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Nicholas. Yeah. So I mean, you know, honestly. Right. If we revisit the definition of what multiculturalism is, it's essentially defined to be like the presence of or support of like several distinct cultural or ethnic groups within a society. Right. And it's definitely important to preserve multiculturalism. Right. So, for instance, this quote by Eugene Volokh, a law professor at the UCLA School of Law, writes an article in the Washington Post. And one quote that really stood out to me was, Uh, when he says that it should be obvious because of this, we should properly calibrate our tolerance for multiculturalism with our insistence on also supporting a unified national national culture. We shouldn't try to completely stifle all rival identities, which is definitely fair because culture is extremely important to a lot of different ethnic groups. And it's essentially, you know, their way of keeping their ties to where they may originally be from, even if they are immigrants to this country. Right, we definitely need to make sure in this country we can try to accommodate religious or cultural objections to different laws as we have done, you know, for centuries in like countless ways. 
but of course, you know, we should, obviously this has limits, you know, we shouldn't be doing this when this accommodation could, of course, harm others. Right? For instance, you know, some cultures may teach their members to kind of prey on outsiders. Some cultures may teach their members to prey on insiders. So tolerating their culture may give happiness to some members at the expense of other members. But, you know, there's a lot of problems here that we definitely want to really be able to like bring to light and really be able to discuss, right? It's important for us to be able to kind of create like a sphere in which everyone express their own identity. But at the same time, we don't want that to like divide, you know, our country, right? At the end of the day, we are, we are, you know, I guess, in a sense, American. And it's definitely important for us to kind of have the ability to still have a connection to our original ethnic identity, but also to like kind of be unified in a certain way under like a national American culture. Since after all, you know, we do, and at the end of the day, all live in the United States of America. If I, if it's okay with everyone, may I interject into this conversation? Yeah, of course. Um, uh, I find this idea of multiculturalism, as you said, it's really powerful because um, according to the, because according to um, uh, Harvard's um, uh, article on it, let me pull it up, the article's Harvard's, um, uh, the Stanford, sorry, the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy, multiculturalism is interesting because it, it, it allows it to, it allows you to express culture through, um, uh, it allows you to express culture while not being deemed as other. You don't have to conform to an overriding whole. You can still be your own unique, my your own unique minority while still being a part of a you know a, being a part of a country. But then the issue. But then what I. But then the question I want to ask everyone is, what defines Ameri- American? Because what's funny is that, um, uh, you normally associate a people with its culture. Well, then what really is American culture? Because um, uh, I recently watched a video for one of the classes that I'm currently studying in. And most of the people were interviewed on being asked basic American questions, like who was the first president of the United States? And most of them couldn't answer it. So even though they identified as American, did they know enough about America to actually qualify as being American? Because being American means that you have a sort of association with the past. You understand why you're American and where America came from. So if you lose that connection, are you really American or are you some sort of person who's like a neo-American? And you can also discuss about whether or not Americans, as we know them today, are they actually Americans or were the indigenous Americans the real Americans, whereas we are just a collage of Americans who take on the characteristics of what we call American. That's definitely a great question, Nicholas, and I'm definitely, or Quinn, sorry, and I'd love to address that. I mean, I guess, like, for me, multiculturalism or being able to, like, identify with a culture, you know, of course, I guess, understanding the history is definitely an important part. And obviously, you know, hopefully, you know, those people that you were talking about or, like, I guess are able to kind of, like, figure that sort of stuff out. At the same time, you know, you can't say, like, if you don't know, like, I guess some history facts about your country, then you're not really American at that point. For instance, you know, I myself consider myself like an Indian American. Nicholas may consider himself Asian American, you know, wherever he is from Asia, Brock may be like Mexican American. But if I was to ask one of you guys like random questions about your home countries, it's very unlikely you're gonna be able to answer all of them. So does that mean you are not like Vietnamese or you're not Chinese anymore and you're only American? Right, so I think that definitely brings into question. I think it's more important to identify the culture by kind of representing what that culture stands for for instance if we're talking about like what the american culture stands for right 
ideally America is, you know, supposed to kind of like be a melting pot that's tolerant of all cultures, that provides free speech and economic liberty, religious freedoms, you know, supports the cause of like democracy, right? So I believe the American culture is associating with those values as well, rather than knowing really specific questions and knowing the American history itself. That is very true, and that's very well put, Mister um, uh, Mister Mister Bandaro. I, I I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the answer to my question because I will say that um, I do that. Both me and my dad, we consider ourselves more American than Asian, even though we are Asian American. We consider that we we can we take into the fact that we were born in America. We only know how to speak English. We really don't know that much about the culture of Japan culturally as it is right now. So we consider ourselves mostly American. But I do believe that is really a lot about self identity. So if we were to talk about self identity as another topic of multiculturalism, how do you think multiculturalism affects self identity then? Self identity. I, I guess I can go ahead and again, I think, you know, I think that's the beauty of self-identity. You know, you don't have to identify with one specific thing, right? For instance, I don't identify only with being American, nor do I only identify with being an Indian. My self-identity consists of multiple things, Indian and American. And I think that's the beauty of multiculturalism and self-identity. You don't have to box yourself into one specific area or one specific culture when you know, it's very possible for you to have experienced both cultures, to really take a part in both cultures, which fortunately I've had the opportunity to. Nicholas, is there anything you'd like to add about this? Yeah. Uh, I was like kind of confused with the question for a second, but like, yeah, I completely agree with you. Like, um, I don't really identify myself as like, it's, it's, it's such a, it's like a gray area in between being like Asian and American. It's like, I'm not, like completely asian i guess and not completely american but like somewhere in the middle so that uh, i feel it's like a little different but i think that's also the the great part about that so uh more diversity in this country yeah yeah i definitely like to agree to all your points like definitely multi multiculturalism in itself it's it's like a very you know like uh, Quinn said, it's like a strong, you know, like a strong idea that everyone could, um, you know, live in a society that has different uh, multi, like cultural like beliefs, but like we could still like you know integrate and like um, be, um, how you say like you know be a more I would say cooperative with one another. But like, do you, do you, I'm going to open up the, like this question to the group, but do you feel like multiculturalism, like it kind of opened the avenues of being not, not othered, but you know, like people kind of, um, kind of see like the stereotypes, not stereotypes, but you know, promoting stereotypes almost. I can definitely see that happening. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, you can look at, um, uh, things like, Okay, here's the thing. I love anime. I love movies that have a lot of stereotypes, but they do propagate stereotypes. Like, if you have ever watched any Western movie ever, we all know that that's what everyone thinks when they think American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like for example, do you, do you feel like 
the multiculturalism that you know like um our ta uh had uh talked about like a multiculturalism in like media such as like the shang chi movie mm-hmm. you know like they kind of they kind of like you know they were doing good on like on like do on like having like some history and like background but then it became like you know they're fighting dragons and like stereotypical like mm-hmm. uh i don't know just like stereotypical stuff like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. i like it was kind of funny how like the first like leading asian uh like superheroes some like kung fu guy so uh, <laughs> I, it was like kind of off-putting for me but like uh, then again I, it's like any representation is okay, but but not that's not good either. I, <laughs> yeah, but, I, so it's very confusing for me at least. Yeah, I mean, so honestly, I think. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, 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 oh, you go ahead. No, you go sorry. ahead. No, yes, I mean, speaking about this, you know, obviously there's good and bad stereotypes as well, and although it isn't always the best to always be like boxed into a specific stereotype, right? For instance, I think Shang Chi really allowed people to like like see more positive side of Asian culture, I guess specifically like Chinese culture, right? So, you know, sure, I guess like the main hero was like a Kung Fu fighter and he knew martial arts. And at the end, you know, they like utilized like a Chinese dragon, right? To fight away the villains. But like, I think that was also like really beautiful, right? And really well done at least because, you know, it didn't propagate any like negative stereotypes. For instance, I don't know, you might've heard the stereotype that Asian women are terrible drivers. But then, you know, there's like scene in the bamboo oh. forest where like the Asian woman driving and yeah, she went like all fast and furious, right? So like, you know, they, they drove, they, like, they drove, drove a bus cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, if, I may, if I may actually bring up the topic of the dragon, the dragon, I think, is interesting because I think that actually is a celebration of Asian culture. Because, yes, is it an Asian dragon? Yes. Are dragons overused? Maybe. But if you look at it, I like the, I, I like the depiction of Asian dragons better than Western dragons. Because Asian dragons have always been more associated, I believe, with wisdom or divine power. Whereas Western dragons have always been associated with greed, hatred, the monster that needs to be slain. So... You are associating something that's Asian with virtue, which I actually think is an interesting and actually very useful tool for helping bring equality back. Exactly. I definitely agree yeah, with that question. So we are closing in on the end time of this podcast. Thank you, Mr. Chang, and thank you, Bandaru, for um, uh, this riveting discussion on multiculturalism. Uh, let's give everyone a round of applause. Yes, thank you guys for a great conversation. Yeah, today. Um, uh, and to all of our wonderful viewers, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast as much as we did discussing it. And make sure you come back next week for the final episode of Ethnic Talks, where we will wrap up our discussion on multiculturalism and leave off with an ending thoughts from this podcast. And let us know if you want to see a season two. We, we probably won't do it, but eh. <laughs> let's see. All right. All right. Um, uh, see you guys. Yep. See you guys. Thank you. All right. So.